From COK Studios in Don Gagne's garage, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how some Republican leaders are hoping to train Donald Trump to be a more traditional president. We'll also consider how two brothers made a difference during a terrorist attack in our series, Consider the Humanity. And we'll consider how to train your dragon. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Protest Monkey, the new software that helps you schedule and track all of your demonstrations, rallies, and marches so you don't miss any opportunity to protest against our new president. And the Gerund Foundation, committed to using verbs as nouns since the 16th century. Visit adding.org for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Republicans have been somewhat divided during the first few weeks of Donald Trump's presidency, with Senators John McCain and Lindsey Graham going as far as openly criticizing Trump's dealings with foreign leaders, his admiration for Russia, and his Muslim travel ban. McCain and Graham are the main voices against Trump, but other Republicans have been slightly hesitant to give their new boss full-throated support during his rocky debut in office. McCain even stepped in last week to reassure the Australian ambassador that the United States remains a stalwart ally after President Trump insulted Australia's prime minister. Trump's erratic behavior is cause for alarm, and that's why McCain and Graham have been working with some of Trump's inner circle to try and retrain the new president to be a more run-of-the-mill conservative. Dinah has the story. Even Republicans who have been outwardly supportive of Donald Trump in the early weeks of his presidency could probably agree that he could be a little more reserved and less chaotic in how he conducts his and the nation's business. The influence of alt-right race-baiting slob Steve Bannon has led to some testy exchanges that could undermine Trump's position and the Republican stronghold in Congress. Oh, he's a huge mess. Trump is going to make big trouble unless we can retrain him fast. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina has been a vocal Trump opponent since the beginning of the 2016 campaign and is not backing down now. There's people in Trump's inner circle that are just fit to be tied with him. That monster Steve Bannon is making him even worse than he already was. Senator McCain and I are trying to help them exert more influence over him. Oh, and how are you doing that, Senator? Well, we have a trainer of sorts that we're working with. He's kind of our Trump whisperer, and he's helping us with some techniques to make Donald a better, more reliable, and less petulant president. Graham, McCain, and the anonymous Trump staffers that we'll just call Jared Kay and R. Priebus have asked well-known dog trainer Caesar Milan to develop their Trump training program. Caesar helped me when my Lata Opso Cuddles was pooping on the rug. He's a miracle worker. Milan says there's very little difference between dogs and the 45th president. You just need to use calm, assertive energy. Right now, that Steve Bannon is the pack leader, so we need to redirect that power to a new alpha. And how is that done? Well, in this case, we will have a few pack leaders that can help get a calm submission from the president. It might be ugly at first because he is so aggressive all the time. You need to let him smell you, get a sense of you, but if he gets too aggressive, yells about the crowd size or whatever, we need to try something else. Like what? 
Sometimes you redirect the behavior with something like a toy or food. I know he likes KFC and vintage pornography, but it needs to be done with calm assertiveness. I'm not being aggressive, just dominant. Milan says that by having other Republicans model behavior, as well as putting a hand on the president and creating an environment where bad behavior isn't rewarded, is key. We want to break the bad habits like the angry twittering or the aggressiveness with women. It will be difficult because this has been going on for like 70 years. I always say you can teach an old dog new tricks, but it can be difficult when the dog is a large orange man with weird hair like an Afghan hound. There is also a high-pitched whistle that Milan has given McCain and Graham that can only be heard by old white xenophobes. I told them not to use that in big meetings with Trump's staff because it will take out the whole room. It needs to be used strategically. We think this has a real chance to work. If we can't retrain Trump, though, we'll be headed for World War III faster than a walnut rolling down a hen house roof. My first task for the team is get him to stop grabbing pussies. He has been too aggressive that way, and it needs to stop. He can say hello, but it has to stop there. The work of this small team of Trump whisperers has barely begun, but it seems as good a plan as any for diminishing the dangerous influence of current alpha dog Steve Bannon. For COK News, I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Danger can be lurking in unexpected places, but so can heroism. As we grapple with new tensions throughout the world, we want to pause and take a look at a time where heroism trumped danger. Marta Margolis has the story of two men who saved an entire town from certain disaster in this installment of our series, Consider the Humanity. Bowling Green, Kentucky is a very average town full of hard-working, average Americans. One morning in 2011, the town went from average to deadly in a matter of moments. I was just on my way to work when I saw something funny in the clear blue sky. Travis Triplett was on his way to his job as a janitor at a local high school when he saw what appeared to be armed paratroopers descending into Bowling Green. I knew they were Muslim, Iraqi, Al-Qaeda types right away. I'd seen their uniforms on Fox News. It was an invasion force. I grabbed my brother at the hardware store because I knew we had to save our town. He comes running into the hardware store and grabs me. He said, we gotta save the town or something. They were bad Iranian men in the sky. Iraq. Are you sure? Yes, that skinny blonde lady told me to say Iraq. Blonde lady? Uh, never mind. Uh, they were Iraqi. Like 50 of them with big bazookas and bombast and those guns that have the red light on them that help you aim and whatnot. Anyway, Marvin and me grab some supplies and build a quick blowtorch and some armor and stuff. I see. It was then that we looked at each other and said, I bet if we don't kill all those Muslim terrorists, they're going to call this the, the Bowling, Bowling Green, Green Massacre. Massacre. 
Marvin and Twavis said they single-handedly drove the invaders to a dilapidated sawmill on the edge of town, taking out several of the terrorists with their homemade weapons and karate moves. I watch a lot of Jackie Chan movies, Rush Hour, Shanghai Noon, Rumble in the Bronx. I like Shanghai Nights. Yeah, we were all, hey and stuff. I blowed up one of the ones with the vest when I kicked him in the chest. It was awesome, but he did blow up an old folks' home. Despite the boys' valiant efforts, there were casualties. We tried our best, but there were people that died that day. I, I don't know how many or what their names were, but they were definitely real, and they died. Yup, they were real people they were, who weren't all made up for propaganda purposes and stuff. So what happened then? We cornered them in the book factory. Don't you mean the sawmill? Yeah, the sawmill. Remember? Kellyanne said the sawmill would play better with the rubes than a book factory. What's a rube? Not now, Marvin. <laughs> I'd taken one of their guns with the laser sight and shot the C4 explosive on the leader's vest and blew up the whole sawmill with all them Muslim Iraqi terrorists inside. I'm a really good shot. Mmm, sounds almost too good to be true. You wouldn't think two regular white boys from Bowling Green, Kentucky could save the town from a massacre, but you'd be wrong. We still feel bad that those people had to die, but if Obama had stood up to a radical jihadist terrorist sooner, maybe those absolutely real old folks wouldn't have had to get all exploded up. Very true, or should I say, very alternatively true. While nobody else in Bowling Green has any recollection of these events, nor the heroism of Marvin and Travis, they do seem to recall a visit to the town a week ago by Donald Trump's senior babysitter, Kelly Ann Conway. Bowling Green Massacre, never remember. Never forget, Marvin. Oh, Never forget, Marvin. For Consider the Humanity, I'm Mata Margolis. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The podcast can be downloaded at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Yup, they were real people, they were. We are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Yep. We can't top perfection. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Hobart. <laughs>